Okay, let's see. Here we go. We got some music. We got some radio show. We got some info. We got all kinds of stuff coming your way. Let's see, Mr. Alvin Lee. We would, too. We keep trying to do that day by day. Sometimes we make a little progress, and uh, here we are again on the Monday edition, of course. Date stamped March the 27th, 23. Roger Sales, your host, and we're streaming on at least the Eurofolk Radio Network, and uh, usually we're over on radio.globalvoiceradio.net network also, and occasionally some other platforms that Paul uh, magically hooks us up with. It's Monday, of course, and we got John and Kathy with us to start the program. Uh, so uh, welcome, you two. Um, and uh, I hope everybody had a good Thank weekend. Good yeah, it was a nice day for me yesterday. I only had one radio show to do. So uh, anyway, that's a, that's a blessing, really. Um, so everybody doing all right this morning, right. I assume? Do what, Kathy? Get you a little rest. Take a siesta, huh? Well, it's just two two shows, and then the the thumper show. Sometimes two weeks in a row, we've run over, uh, you know, at least an hour, and uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's just a uh, you know. I mean, I did it for a year. They asked me to come over there and take Ralph's spot. I did it. I exposed that audience to our information, and uh, so the people that are interested that it touched will follow us over here, and that's fine with me, really. So, uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that place is not very well run, in all honesty. But I understand all the circumstances, background, and history, and all that stuff. So it is what it is. Um, you guys doing all right this morning? I assume. Well, yeah, yeah. had a great day yesterday. Really nice out here. Sun shining and everything. Now we got more rain coming in on Wednesday. <laughs> Did you know there's a dry lake that's huge, 700 miles long? It was in the central part of California. And we had so much rain, the lake is filling up now. It was a dry lake for many years. Really? The last time the lake started to partially fill was back in 1986. What's the uh, lake? I think Jeff. Tulare, Tulare yeah. River. Yeah. Tulare. Well, uh, I'd have to go look it up again. Feast or famine? Didn't you but say it's other- now full and. Uh- Running over, John? Oh, it's already it's already filled up. I mean, you know, water yeah, is up. Seven hundred miles. Wow. What about that lake? Well, that was, that's the. Uh, what about that lake where the dam, the earthen dam, was breaking a few years back? Oroville, Oroville, yeah, Oroville. One of the, I think one of your listeners is up there too, and uh, they so far it's been it's holding. And I don't know what's happened with this current rain this year, but they had a couple of years to kind of beef it up. So I haven't heard much about it. Okay. Well. But uh, I didn't get that much rain that I was expecting, but I was talking to a friend of mine here, and he's up in higher in L.A., and he said everybody up there uh, just was smashed with rain, just flooding every every freaking place, and oh, even up more and more up north. So it's... Uh, there is no more water emergency out here in California. 
Well, you know, the reservoirs are full. <laughs> feast or famine. <laughs> and yeah, now that lake is bad. Yeah. That, that lake is, is wiping out a huge uh, area, area of almond growth, uh, tomatoes, a lot of vegetables all come from that region up there. Now it's all underwater. <laughs> feast or famine. Well, they yeah. kind of they kind of worked very hard to keep the lake out of there, you know, because once it got dry, there was a whole bunch of land that people could get their hands on, and a lot of these big farmers went up there, and that's what they got. And um, some some people took it upon themselves to break some of the dikes and, and other things that were going on. So it's kind of crazy. There's no coordination up there. But you know, we're we're down here in Southern California where everything's fine all the time, and it never rains in California. Right, I remember the song. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. um, what's going on in Wand World? Hey, Dor- Dorothy John was up at our meeting yesterday in Pasadena. She comes up out of Mexico periodically into L.A. Okay, and she stopped by yesterday. Oh, that's good. We had a good time. Yeah. It's nice. I wish we would get more people that participate in the show to come on over to the meeting because we're really starting to do some interesting stuff. Well, you're, anyway, getting, a, you're getting an awful lot uh, of what? folks uh, that are aware of our program, at least in Southern California, I know. Um, oh, seems yeah. like. So, another area that's getting populated with free people. Well, there are so many p- different variations of, of uh, being free. Yeah. Um, I mean, more more new ones are coming out every day telling me, oh, I, did you hear this guy? I can't keep up with it anymore. Everybody's got an opinion. Well, we used, to be a, crazy stuff. we used to be a lone voice in the wilderness, and uh, now there's a bunch of uh, town criers, I guess, right? That's always been my concern, yeah. is that this is so complex, and it has to be so specific that all these other people out there that are not won't take the time to learn whatever information they get from whatever source and they proffer it around and it muddies the water for us potentially i don't know exactly specifics but i know that it just muddies the water it makes people confused in an already confusing situation you know and it's generating a lot of money for them, too, because these people have to sign NDEs, uh, non-disclosure agreements, or NDAs. And um, I've been trying to look at some of their work, and nobody will show it to me because they paid for it, and they can't show it to anybody. That's funny. So you want, they want to be free, but you want to pay for it, and you can't show it to anybody and spread it. I mean, it's self-defeating from the start. See, that's, <laughs> right. why, that's, why, exactly. I didn't want, that's why I didn't want money involved in this. Right, Roger. Yeah, how you, you want everybody free. You want everybody to uh, have the information so that we can all stand together. Well, see, then Take other people back. like Ron Avery or other people, I just use his, him as, as an example, can go, well, all he wants to do is make money. That's why I don't charge for this. One of them. One of the reasons are several. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're hearing that with the wand, too. We're being accused of all we're trying to do is sell one. This is a testimonials I'm going to read here in a few minutes. Um, that's just crazy. I, I want to talk about Facebook for a minute. You want to talk about you know, Facebook? It's, it's okay. Facebook a bit. You know, it's been demonized, but boy, are we using it for the wand situation. 
there's a Facebook page over there called Frequency One Testimonial Group. Uh, there, that thing is growing by probably more than about 2,000 people a week. There are over 55,000 oh, yeah. Yeah, people in there. And the only thing that you see in there are people telling other people how great this wand is and what's happened to them. And I've started to take people over there on Zoom, you know, to get people to go into Facebook. I don't want to do it on Facebook. You know, they got all the negative connotations. They don't realize that they don't have to do any of those so-called social media. I don't do social media. Well, you don't have to. All you need to do is open an account, put a name in there, and that's it. You don't have to answer their questions about where you went to school and how many kids you have and all that kind of crap. You just need to open an account. Why is it worth doing that? Uh, I talked to a fellow here just this last week who we were having trouble talking to him about different conditions, and he wasn't too excited about it, even though he had a lot of conditions. So I, I got him on the Zoom, and I took him over to the Facebook page, and I started typing in the search bar um, different conditions. And I knew this guy would be, uh, he's a mechanic, and he does the hard labor on, on a lot of things that he does in construction. So I started pulling up things about knees and shoulders and, and all that kind of stuff. And they were amazed. Here are these people laying out their hearts of all this pain they've been going through. And now all of a sudden it's gone because of the wand. This, this is a tremendous tool for all of us that are using the wand in order to show people that this is thing is really real. Because we're still getting heart challenged on it. I mean, uh, you sent me a copy of what Tom D wrote and, you know, he, the guy's an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I can't put it any other way. He's got a wand. Uh, some other people around him have got a wand. And they're just not, I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand it. If you got a wand, share that thing. Tell people what's going on. We still have a medical problem here. We still have the enemy running the show on medicine. You really want to go to a doctor? I mean, you know, I would say get the wand. It's the cheapest uh, prevention uh, in terms of having to go to a doctor that I've seen because all kinds of things are happening uh, over there. So get people into Facebook. Just go over there and look at that page. You don't have to do anything else. But you got to friend me or somebody that's already in Facebook so we can actually insert you in there because it's by invite only. And you can't do anything in there other than respond to the people that have a condition that you did. So we get asked all the time, what's the protocol? What's the protocol? Well, there is no protocol. You, you point it at where it hurts and you turn it on and it blows terahertz waves on you and the heat. And so <clears throat> when you go over there and listen to people who had frozen shoulder or um, you had this or cancer or other things, and the people tell you what their story is and they tell you what they're doing to get rid of it by using the wand. Now you're seeing somebody in real time telling you how they used it. How long did they use it? Did they drink the water? All the things that they did dealing with the wand. And you begin to see that everybody's story is, is the only same sameness or, or similarity between them is that they're using the wand and they're using the water. And the water. everybody does it with their way. They've got their own method of how they like to do it. And you get to see. I spent a lot of time telling people, 
well, this one said this and this one said that. Well, which is right? I said, listen, it's their opinion. <laughs> it's their way of, of using the wand. You're going to develop your way of using the wand. The key point is you got to use it. You got to turn it on. I think that's kind of the frustration that uh, Ricky was talking about the other day when he was saying, look, you got to tell people that this is here to help their pain. That's the whole purpose of it. And it turns out if you tell enough people that they want to get this problem away, you're going to get paid for referring to one. I think that's a good deal for everybody. You've got to find a way to maintain your income coming in, 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 in the face of all of the stuff that's coming down the pike this year. A lot of people are going to be losing a lot of jobs. Already they're going to lose all their medical benefits. Already have. Yeah. And they're going to be having problems with their pensions. Uh, there are people right now that haven't done anything wrong. They've got money in institutions that are supposed to be stable, but the institutions have money in all of these failed uh, banks and other organizations, and these people can't get at their money. And they and thought they were safe. They've been sopping up U.S. Anyway, bonds. That's what's going on is the Federal Reserve is having to stuff everybody with bonds so they're not holding them because the whole world's dumping them. Well, it's not a good situation, and um, the thing I like about this thing is you can get paid in any currency that you're involved in, and you can also get paid in a, a, a USDT electronically. So uh, they pay every week. Roger knows about that. He's received compensation through that system. I don't know who else has done it. Kathy's gotten some money out of it here, um, and it's been a big help. So there's no downside to doing this because it's certainly not going to hurt anybody, but it's really doing great things for people. And, I, and I'll read you these testimonials that I have today. These were all pulled out of the Frequency One testimonial group. Uh, this this guy by his name is Boy. Uh, he's talking about his PSA antigen test uh, for cancer. And he said on November of 21, he had a 10.03 PSA. On January of 23, it's down to four. Normalized to 2.41 in March of 23. So from a high of 10.03 last 18 November, after a series of various tests, I was scheduled for an operation, but too glad the pandemic happened. <laughs> All procedures were put on hold. A terror care came into my life the last 28th of December, and, and conducted after three weeks of intermittent wanding and blowing, my tests uh, showed a sudden drop to 4.02 PSA on January 23. Is that a prostate situation? Yes. Okay. Yes. And my relationship with the classic unit blossomed uh, to a six or seven days per week engagements instead of periodically. My recent test, 25 March, showed a normal reading of 2.41. That's fantastic. That's within the range of an adult in 60 to 69 years. As such, my love affair with her shall continue for the rest of my life. Right. Well, I lost a really good friend, Dennis Malloy, to prostate cancer a couple of years ago. He's one of the guys I met in Argentina. Uh, unfortunate. So if this helps with that guy in that situation, that's a big plus right there. Yes, oh, it is. Amazing. I lost a friend of that, too. They call it the silent killer. Yeah. 
Which is surprising because, you know, if you follow Jennifer Daniels at all, she talked a lot about she was in medical school and involved when they were testing it. And she met the doctor that was complaining all the time because nobody ever died from prostate cancer. It's a very slow-growing cancer. Yeah. I think what you die from is all the treatments that they start stuffing you with. Could be. Because I know there was an... There was an older guy that he had a PSA was up. And so the next thing you know, he's full of these little radioactive pellets that they stick in him. And then um, he had a bowling alley not long after that. And all of a sudden, he's bleeding all over the place. Damn near bled to death from that. Ouch. And uh, they got him to the hospital in time to save him. But it's just been one mess after the other. So... Now, that's you know, a good it's report. Kind of thing that's, I guess that's what they're doing. That's a big report on somebody with prostate cancer right there. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, Diane writes, I was recently diagnosed with bone-on-bone osteoarthritis of the left hip in December of 22 and advised by my doctor to take NSAIDs for pain. But that's uh, aspirin, that's ibuprofen, uh, all that kind of stuff. Non-steroidal uh, anti-inflammatory stuff for pain and inflammation until I would be a candidate for hip replacement at some time in the future. See, programmed it right there. I walk with my dog every day and refuse to let pain stop me from doing what we'd love. After researching various alternatives, including cortisone and PRP, platelet-rich plasma injections, uh, that only treat symptoms versus cartilage regrowth, I decided to further investigate my options against the advice of my doctor. The medical community says there is no cure for arthritis and cartilage is unable to regrow. But I decided to purchase the Arteriocare wand anyway, based on testimonials I read here. It's been five weeks since using the wand and drinking the water. I am very pleased with my results so far. Although I didn't experience a lot of improvement the first couple of weeks, I am now almost pain-free and have regained full range of motion. I hated limping, and I no longer wake up at night due to discomfort. My doctor has agreed to obtain x-rays of the hip again in May of 23. I am so looking forward to, no, intend to see evidence of cartilage regrowth. And they just recently posted another guy with a knee problem, bone-on-bone knees, and the cartilage has regrown. He doesn't need a knee replacement. This is incredible. It's impressive. Uh, you know, not everybody gets the same result, but, you know, everybody's getting something out of it. Um, Audriana Argent, I want to share an amazing goat story. This is this is kind of cool. I recently purchased a terahertz frequency wand. I only had my wand for about five days when my goat, Thelma, gave birth to four stillborn kids. This uh, was heartbreaking. I've never had uh, stillborns before. Well, last year, she had healthy triplets. Thelma was very thin and weak and grieving her loss. The next morning, she was even more listless, so I took her to the vet where she received antibiotics, a uterus flush, and a vitamin shot. The vet said she had developed mastitis and was septic, and the prognosis was poor. I took her home and wandered her for 30 minutes and syringe-wanded water in her mouth. The next day, Thelma was laying on her side, too weak to get up. I syringe-charged water in her mouth and wandered her for 30 minutes. I spoke to the vet who recommended that I put her down as there was almost no chance she would recover. I started milking her every two hours. She eagerly drank the water from the syringe and seemed to appreciate the wanding. 
I wanted her twice a day, starting with her lying down, and she couldn't stand. <clears throat> the next day, she got on her feet with my help and drank from a bucket. She, would, she wouldn't eat hay, so I fed her carrots, apples, bananas, lettuce, and ice cream. After wanting her two times a day for 30 to 40 minutes and drinking wanted water, on day eight, she can stand and walk on her own, is eating hay and her fruits and veggies. She even tried to headbutt another goat that wanted to share her fruits and veggies. <laughs> I truly believe she would not have survived if I had not used the wand on her. I am so grateful Thelma's going to recover, and I didn't follow the vet's advice. There you go. That's pretty cool. Another, there's no hope, and then all of a sudden there's hope. It's just amazing the number of people over there that are joining and having all of these things happen. Angela writes, my thyroid is healed. They noticed a couple of months ago that my levels were too low after I started wanting my thyroid. So I went down to a uh, half a pill, but even then started making me feel sick after taking it, so I stopped taking it completely two months ago. They said it takes approximately three months for the medication to be out of your system. And got blood work done yesterday, only to find out that my thyroid levels are completely normal. Thank you, Jesus. Another fellow named Mickey. I have several autoimmune issues that affect my eyes. I've had to use Hadaday, I don't know what that is, daily for the past few years. It helps, but not much. I get recurring eye infections frequently. For the past three weeks, my eyes have been red, itchy, burning, and watering. I've been waking up to them and matted shut. The doctor has given me two different prescription eye drops that have not worked at all. What are all those costs? After three days of using the wand, my eye symptoms are cleared up. I used it for um, three minutes on each eye for days one and two, and then day day three. I used it for 15 minutes on both eyes. I was able to put eye makeup on for the first time in three weeks. And Kathy was saying, well, that's probably where she got her problems from, the eye makeup. Could be. <laughs> got the eye cooties. Bad <laughs> mascara, yeah. <laughs> well, here's, here's the last one for today. Me, the person's name is me, M-E-E. Testimony time. I kind of wanted to wait before writing, but I've already seen some positive results, so here goes. I've been very ill for almost 10 years with multiple autoimmune diseases, occipital neuralgia, PCOS, I don't know what that is, tendinitis, post-COVID symptoms, and more. Doctors haven't really wanted to help. I recently went in for a multiple abdominal scans with positive findings. When asked when the plan is, my PCP said there is no plan. Um, he sent me to another specialist that also had no plan. It's been a long haul, and I'm not a good candidate for medications. So in January, I purchased my wand and started using it immediately. This wand has already balanced my hormones, lowered my blood pressure, taken my knee pain away, Improved my asthma. I've lost five pounds of inflammation, and my cysts are shrinking. I still have flare days, but my main pay levels are manageable, and I'm improving. I'm slowly trying to come off the fibromyalgia medication. I've also used the one on family and friends, and they've all said it helped their pain. I'm very impressed and hopeful about the direction my health is going. This is why I really recommend people go over there. If you've got a condition, 
type it in and see if somebody else has had the same kind of condition and what they've done. It all comes up with 50,000 and growing. Well, 50, what, 5,000 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think last week it was just uh, 51. So that's, that's huge for a week. It's almost 10% in a week. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm now just taking people over there. You know, I just said, you know about this wand, you know, if I know they got medical conditions or anything, well, I've got this, I got that, but it's not a big deal. Well, we start going over there and start reading about people and what's been happening, and all you hear is amazing. Wow. Unbelievable. These are the kind of comments you get back. <laughs> so the last guy I talked to and did that, he says, he says, I'm sold. I'm sold. I don't have the money right now, but I'll call you next week when I get some money. <laughs> I, uh, my friend uh, that, that works with me uh, quite a bit here helping me around the house and stuff, got bad knees i've been telling for a long time he was a, a division one wrestler champion four years in a row and um, he knows pain he's been putting up with some knee problems and i started i did the same thing to him i took him over and started showing him all this stuff and he says um i'll come see you next week i'm gonna get one of those things there you go i'm telling you you gotta show people what's really going on and that's where to do it because you know, you can tell when you're being scammed and when somebody's telling you the truth. And there's no obligation for these people to put stuff in there. The only reason they're putting it in there is because they really got relief and they they tell you what they did. Here's the protocol. What are these people doing? Well, that's how you find out. So don't be afraid of Facebook. Facebook is the only platform where all of that information, including pictures. I can't show you pictures. But you get to see pictures on these people when they're talking about this stuff. And Over videos. There. And videos, exactly. And um, it will help people understand that this thing is the real deal. You know, people are pretty jaded. Every time you turn around, you got a special. You got these ads. There's one food that will save your life. And then they spend 30 to 40 minutes trying to find out through all the damn test all the stuff they throw at you in order to Click. give you the answer about that one food. <laughs> you, Click it's buy this pill. Anyway, I'm open to comments. I'd like to hear from more people here too. If they're using the wand, you know, what's their experience? What are they seeing in the people that they refer them to? You know, I thought you had a little video. Bruce has I can comment on something. I've had a problem okay. with tinnitus for, I guess, 20 years. Uh, tinnitus is louder and louder. Tinnitus ringing in your ear, tinnitus, right? Yeah, right, okay. yeah. And it increased and over the over brain cells. <clears throat> Do what, Kathy? I can't understand they're what you're finding said. out now that tinnitus, okay. they're just finding out now that tinnitus uh, shrinks uh, brain cells. Huh. So I'm glad you did something about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bruce, so tell your, us. Well, I'm, what's your story? <laughs> well, I'm trying to tell it. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I've had sorry. it for a while, and um, started to use the wand, <laughs> and I said, "Well, I'll just try to see what I can do with the tinnitus situation." And um, you know, you just don't realize that it's gone because you've had it for so long. And it's just a, wow. another part of the day, you know, or of the life. <clears throat> and yeah. it, the other day, a week a week ago, 
I realized, hey, my tinnitus is gone. It came wow. back really loud. Um, I think it was Sunday or, well, no, it was Saturday. And I said, I thought this was gone. And it was re- came back real loud. And I got back on the one and didn't hear it Sunday. Now I got a low volume of tinnitus right now. I can hear it, but it's not loud. It's just a really uh, low, low tinnitus sound. Uh, and that's an improvement. I've had those that's same like results. big time improvement. You know, Bruce, when I was, of course, in the music industry for so long and in radio with headsets and volumes cranked up all the way and in front of banks of speakers at concerts and stuff, and that has affected me, and I see and sense a difference in mine, too. The volume. That's good to know because so many people have it. Yes. Uh, my cousin has one. Has it, and... Uh, He's always going to doctors and doing this and that and this and that. He's been dinking around with that for years. Right. And they still haven't helped him or fixed it. Evidently, Wi-Fi might have some. That's really good to know. Evidently, Wi-Fi may have some effect on tinnitus, I've heard. And I think the jab, some people had side effects with real bad tinnitus from the jab. So where did you aim it? What did I name it? No, where did you aim at? Aim, aim. Right at your on the back of my on the back of my neck and my throat at the Adam's apple. That's where your nerve endings go into the back of your head yeah. and your spinal cord. And that's what Dr. Warlock said is the problem that your uh, bone structure is closing in on on the on the skull is closing in on those nerve endings uh, going through the spinal cord. And that's where the tinnitus has come from. That's what he says. And uh, I've been on longevity and all this stuff, you know, and it didn't get any better uh, at all. Uh, But I believe Dr. Wallach because he's done the research and stuff. I haven't. And, um, but this uh, has really turned it down. And um, I mean, like I said, I, you, you live with it and you don't, you don't realize it. You know, it's just yeah. one of those things. You go through the day, and it's, it's there, you know, and you just don't – it doesn't bother you because it's there always. Yeah, you accept now, it. Now, it's think, starting to quiet down, and I realize, hey, this is going away. In, in people you in know? that situation, I think what's going on is you just accept it because you don't have any other options, you know, and here comes something. I ain't mine right uh, at the right behind the ear, when I'm doing my general mm-hmm. thing, feet, hands, underarms, and then I go to the back behind my ear and the vega nerve. There, I haven't been doing the Adam's apple, Bruce, but I will from here forward. Thank you. And uh, that that's just the way it's affected me. And I honestly haven't been using my wand as regularly as I need to. Uh, kind of gotten out of the routine a little bit, but just like the guy from last week, the doctor two weeks ago, I always drink water and coffee wanded. Yeah, I do too, uh, Roger. And uh, the reason I do the Adam's apple is that that's where the connection of your spinal cord, you know, through the uh, throat, mm-hmm. and the wand will go through all the way through. Mm-hmm. I can I can reach that uh, point that Doctor Wallace is talking about. Yeah. Well, I'll try yeah. that. I'll mm-hmm. start putting that into the routine. 
Thank you. Anybody else got anything oh, yeah. they want to, be to say? Be a little about? more specific. Yeah, let me let me tell you something. Be a little more specific. If you if you follow your sternum up and you're over the top of the sternum where the collarbones attach, there's a soft spot right there that you can, uh, you know, you, you feel your fingers sink in right there. Yeah, that's where the vagus nerve joins right there. It's below, actually a little bit below the Adam's apple. Okay. So if you're blowing, you're going to get it anyway. Yeah. You didn't have to know that. If you're blowing on your neck and stuff, you're going to be getting it. Right. And that's the spot where you do the trachea, tracheotomies, right? There. Okay. Let's hope we don't anyway. have to have one. Uh, I hope, wonder if well, this I'm thing so does it. It's bringing some relief because so many people suffer with that, you know. So thanks for sharing that. That's huge. And I uh, I hope you much success with that. Keep up the good work. Maybe it'll help with bird well, flu. Well, it's seeming to go, you know, starting to quiet down now. I haven't had that before. Uh, some days are good days and bad days. Not don't, you know, uh, you hear it really loud, loud, you know, and then it'll quiet down a little bit, but not like this. I mean, I still hear wow. it, but that's just a slight, slight, slight buzzing noise, and that's n- never done that before. Huh. Well, good, Bruce. We're glad you got some relief out of that. Anybody else got well, any stories? Uh, what, I thank what? you for the gift that you gave, and well, it's because of that. Okay, well, you're welcome, man, and I'm happy to do it. Uh, is there anybody else that's had any um, experiences you want to relay? There you go, John. Maybe it'll help with the upcoming bird flu epidemic that's uh, being set up right now. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to be without it. I'll tell you that with all the stuff that's coming up. Yep. Hey, Roger. Yes. This is Wahib. Wahib, please talk. Wahib, talk right in your damn telephone, please. Okay, can you hear me? Can you hear now, me? Now, now I can hear you, yes. Okay, uh, tell that guy with the ear infection that call, called last week, tell him he has to do the hydrocortisone, not, not hydrocortisone, peroxide thing every day, or twice a day for about a week, once in the morning and once at night. Don't do like I did. Just I, When I first did it, I did it once or twice. You got to do it every day at night and in the morning for like a whole week before that mess goes away. Okay. You you told me to do it. You told me to do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what my mother used to do with me when I had earaches is peroxide. I don't remember the guy that called in and had the earache, but I know peroxide in the ear canal certainly worked when I was a kid. So, uh, where else can we go this morning here while John and Kathy are with us? Anybody got any comments? Well, John? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I, I urge everybody to uh, don't be afraid of Facebook. Um, they're not going to chase you down. They already know everything about you anyway. You're not going to hide. Uh, there's, no, there's no reason to. But you don't have to get into the social media side of this thing. All you need to do is go to that one page. All right. Oh, I got tinnitus now. <laughs> yeah, we're it. Go, go ahead. You go to that one page and you see what's going on. You, t- you type in a search for conditions that you know about. 
and let people read what happened, what they did. There's your protocols, especially you new guys that just got a wand and you're trying to figure out how to use it. And you think that there's some real magic way to do this thing. There really isn't. You just blow it on yourself and you drink the charged water and you're going to develop your own method of doing it. You're going to adjust to the temperatures of the, of the wand. You're going to try the low temperatures, the high temperatures and stuff like that. The way you find out how to get this thing to work for you is in the process of using it because your body's different than everybody else. And that's why you get to see when you go to the testimonial group, you can find out what's going on. But you guys that have a wand, you're already set up as a distributor. You need to tell people about it. And if you, you can get Zoom for free. You, you can use it for 40 minutes for free. And you can share that site with other people. And you know what? I'll bet you start having people wanting to buy some wands for you from you. We've got roughly total in the group right now, we've got somewhere close to uh, 1,100 or more and more people. In the group. 1,200, yeah. Yeah. Rarely are any of you referring that one. Oh, that's Rarely. not true. You know, out of the blue, people will come back and say, I, I, wanna, I want another one. You know, my wife stole it or whatever. But um, we've got a really cool video. Uh it's on the presentation from uh, a guy from the Philippines. What's his name? Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, we'll be putting that up in the uh, Telegram group. And I Fair encourage everybody. What's that? We put it in last night. Okay, so I'd encourage everybody to go over there and check that out. He goes into some uh, facts and figures that uh, we haven't heard before. So... Um, yeah, we were going to play it today, but we, you know, we we don't have that much time. How so long? How long is the video? Get over there to our Telegram group. How long is how nine, long is the video, John? Forty-four minutes. Okay. Yeah, we just didn't have time to like edit edit it with John running around all weekend. Could I ask a so quick question? We'll get that up. Yes, you may. You betcha. Yeah. Um, when you're charging the water, how long would you charge it for and what setting would you use? Well, I just heard that last night. One minute per glass and uh, three to five minutes for um, uh, like a big sun. A pitcher. Sun tea jar. Yeah. yeah. The instructions say two minutes per gallon. I use a half gallon wide mouth canning jar. And then, you know, just uh, two, three times a day, whatever, how much I need, right? And do that for two minutes or four minutes, you know, and that way you know it's it's held its charge. Because I think if you do a large amount and don't use it for a while, it, it may lose its charge. But that's what the instructions It doesn't are. for about 12 hours. Um, yeah. I'm good to go with mine. Uh, right. And then I just hit the... And again, and keep what I'm saying is the instruction says two minutes per gallon. So just do four well, minutes. Well, whose instructions? Pardon me? Where'd you get those instructions? At what speed? Where did you get those? Mer, where did you get, where those, did you get those instructions? I think it was on the stuff that came, because I got mine from Sarge. And I think it was in the information that he sent. Okay. Well, that's somebody's opinion, Mer. Well, actually, I think it was <laughs> if you go listen, if if you go to uh, 
John Scavola's page, who's we've had him here on the show. He's, he's the person that introduced Kathy and I into this whole thing uh, from Ricky. And uh, they were doing tests. They were doing scalar tests. I mean, you know, John was in one location. Ricky was in another. And he, John was charging water at Ricky's location <laughs> using the scalar technology. I'm, I'm, I have no idea how that stuff works. That's very but cool. They, they started... They started experimenting with time and amounts. Right. And they showed that you could, they would do a 45-second wand through the scalar thing in a glass, and then you would pour it into a larger volume of water and then do uh, an an aura. You'd use an aura scanner on it to see if there was any energy in it. And, oh, my God, there was. I mean, this is too woo-woo for me. I mean, but uh, it seems like small amounts and larger amounts. Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't take that long. That's all I was trying to make clear to Joe that, and and also you know yeah, I sure. I told you I used to do um, cobalt blue glass and put it in the sun, and they had said for an hour, and then more recently they're saying oh you only need 15 minutes in the sun or under an incandescent light, so it's a similar type really? deal, you know, and that always worked and it had the smooth yeah. texture, you know. I, people think it's funny that you say that about water, but you can tell the difference. I use the medium setting because I like to hold it over the water so I can see the blue light dance in the water. <laughs> but a lot of no, people, no, 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 no. I don't least, advise that because... I know. I, know I don't advise it. it in, da, 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 da. No, you can hold it over. You're an adult. You can do this, okay? I'm just saying in the medium setting, it's not going to splash, Okay. You just don't fill it Okay, up can I tell you why they don't want you to do that is because if you splash some water up on that crystal, it'll break. It gets that hot. So do it from the side. Charge your water from the side. Well, there again, That's it was all. in the instructions, and you just hold it high enough above the water. You don't fill it too full, and you do it on medium so it doesn't blow too hard. Okay. On, the, on the low setting, yeah, and that's what I do. Yeah, and you can you can do it through a mug too, right? Doesn't have to yes. be glass. Yeah, anything, yes. anything but metal. Um, anything but metal, Joe. Right. Or plastic. Oh. Yeah, or plastic too. Yeah. Joe, I'll send you what I have so you can learn from it. Yes. Okay. All right. The medium setting is not the hottest. It's just that it's kind a, of cold or it's a low fan. Yeah, it's medium right. setting is the low fan. Is the point. With yeah. the version one wants, the version two wants, you the first you, setting is low. If you fan. break that, yeah. You see how many if opinions that, there are about doing this? I mean, everybody if, develops their own method. If that crystal breaks, it'll cost you about $100 to replace it. That's all. That's why I take precautions. I know, yeah. but I Just, can hold it steadily. We're adults here. We can figure it out, all right? Yeah, don't put that's it too close good. to the water. That's the good only thing. Good for you. Yes. Um, Kathy, I, I just want to have a question with Kathy. Um, if I have the older one, so which one um, would be best so that, you know, what you're saying doesn't happen, please? The medium set. I just use the low. Medium, medium, low. That's all I use. 
or just do it from Either the side. I use, do it, I use the hot one. Do it All from the do. do it from the side, and then you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Yeah. Do an, that too. Exactly. Here's another reason: you don't need anything any special. You can just uh, set it on a counter or put a little, uh, I don't know, um, hot pad or something underneath it. Uh, you know, like a what do you call those things you use all the times when your hand hot could? You know, a glove or hot whatever. Holder. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just just set it on top of that and go off and do walk around. They just let it run till they come back and then turn it off. Well, a lot of people they have a gallon. A lot of people have the gallon with the spigot, which I guess doesn't have metal, so that's cool. Now, Sarge says, uh, and it does have the little attachment thing on there. He attaches it to the uh, cabinet uh, door handle, I guess. So it's suspended above it, and and then walk away and do whatever. That's the way back. I, Mur. That's the way yeah. I was doing it initially. You know, the, and I don't know about Model Two. I think it does. Does it have that little loop at the where the uh, cord goes into the unit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just put a. Yeah. I, what I do is just put a rubber band through there, and the cabinet's got little hooks, and I just hang the rubber band on the hook. I've been, I, I just do it a anymore. I just do it a glass at a time. I don't do a you know large. But how long do you leave it on? Eh, just a minute, minute or so. Okay. I, it sounds like you're going to be five minutes to ten minutes doing that. I just hold it over the glass, like y'all are talking about. I thought you used it straight down, and I just you know high above yeah well, the yeah, uh, glass. Yeah. But I didn't know you could go right through the uh, glass. And yeah, stuff. Go, you'll go right through the side. Now we heard early on that if you're on you can act- if you're on like medication, even supplements, you can take and put like a a glass plate on top of that pitcher, Bruce or on top of that glass and shoot the frequency through the supplement or the medication and it'll carry that frequency into the water. Comment? Yes. The only thing I can say is... Go uh, go ahead. No, that's okay. Who's who's this? It's Paul. Uh, This this is Paul. Okay, you sounded like somebody else I know. Okay. Um, hey, well, Paul. Somebody Good. you like, I hope. <laughs> of course. Okay. The only thing I can say is um, I wanted my yeast in a gallon jug from the side with the fermentation lock on the top. I couldn't blow it in the opening if I wanted to. And the yeast did nothing for about 45 to 60 seconds. And then they started going bananas and they kept going bananas for hours afterwards. So I, I wanted it on high through the glass and it worked. Paul, does it have any difference in the taste of the wine? I don't know. That was I. I mean, that was a new flavor, and I started wanting it. Oh, we better do a taste test. Let's do a taste test. Yeah, I am not. I I am not above. I am not above testing multiple alcoholic beverages. (laughs) I'm just going on record as saying that. (laughs) I'm not above that. You know, I was telling one of our friends from Australia that you were doing that because she likes her scotch. You know, so uh-huh. we we had a little discussion about you the other day, <laughs> and uh, so she's going to start wanting her scotch. 
and see if it well, makes it improve taste, you know? Um, you like I, it. Last night, I had a glass of wine before I went to bed, and I hit it with the wand beforehand. So, and I slept real good. I don't know if it was the wine or the wand or both. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> you make it, well, you know, suit. Jolly good, baby. Go, go get you a regular bottle of Chevis and, and wand it, and it might turn into that 75 year old Chevis. <laughs> That they hey, charge would an be. arm and a leg for. We could do uh, we could do some cold duck to see if it turns into some dom. Yeah, prove really. the taste. Remember cold duck? Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> well, that's got some bubbles in it. I would be I'd be careful with that one. What I would yeah, be interested in you finding don't want to out. Do carbonated. Yeah, what I what I would be interested in finding out really is if Phillips or Smirnoff vodka could be made to be something other than battery acid, but it comes in a plastic bottle. So how are you going to want that? Yucko. You better get some ripple, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, this stuff is like battery acid and I'm serious. Wand your mad dog 2020. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Okay. By the way, I'm starting to read papers and abstracts that I'm coming across uh, that are uh, tests talking about using terahertz technology for medical treatment. Medical oh, yeah. people uh-huh. are beginning to c- yes. catch on to this. Oh, I got a quick testimonial. I got a quick testimonial. That wand we sent to my daughter, She's she owns her own massage therapy practice. She knew nothing about the wand. She was apprehensive about it. Sent her one anyway. And uh, she has noticed some, uh, some uh, health uh, changes herself. She's used it on two clients who both um, experienced positive results. And she has two... Uh, co-workers that work with her in, in her practice and one of them wants a wand. He's gathering the money together to get it and the other one hasn't reached out to me yet but is expected to. So it's like everybody that's exposed to this thing goes gaga over it. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can easily see why they structured this as a networking program. Because mm-hmm. the other alternative yeah. is mm-hmm. to go the traditional, you know, advertise on late night TV, commercial, whatever. Yeah. And and if you think there was skepticism when you're telling somebody about it, imagine somebody watching that a commercial on TV and oh yeah, I can't wait to buy one. Okay. Oh yeah. So they really, I mean, it, you know, honestly, that's one of the things that hit me from the start as I got into this on the front end was that this is a, per, this is a perfect product for network marketing because it's got to be done through word of mouth and these testimonials. Got to be. Yep. So spread And the we word. don't have 45 pages of uh, side effects. There are none. <laughs> I guess you could uh, overdo it and maybe detox a little faster than you want to. Yeah. Take it slow. We don't What's have that? 45 sentences of negative side effects. We don't have 45 words. We don't have 45 characters of negative side effects. Nothing. Right. Yep. I've been seeing drug commercials. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to talk oh, to my 
Well, Paul, may I say this? If you have a healing crisis, you will get a bundle of words because it's just unreal. I've, I've had it before, and it took me a week to get over it. Call a healing crisis. I, I've had them in the past. Mm-hmm. But um, just take it slow at first, you know. Don't I, I wouldn't do more than half an hour your first time. And then just do that every day for a while. And then the increase best. it. More is the, not necessarily better with this. Uh, the best testimonial ever was the vaccine-damaged guy from Canada. What was his name, Steve? Kevin Street. Kevin Street. Kevin. Okay. The be- the best testimonial ever is they used the wand for 15 minutes the first day. He felt a little weird the second day. They skipped a day. And then the third day when he woke up, he his condition was significantly improved. His brain fog cleared. Uh, they did it again for another 15 minutes. And then his mobility and uh, freedom of movement, control over his body improved. They waited a day. They they did another 15 minutes. And then the guy was walking up and down stairs without holding the rail. He started slow. He started even. And it worked. So... You know, the other thing, John, yeah. is this report you talk, gave us from the convention here in the last few weeks about the gal with the screwed up urinary track. I'm, I, don't, I don't know how else to put oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, we heard a better one last night, too, yeah. You did? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the thing that hit me yeah. about that no, no. is she kept using it and using it and using it. And finally, on what, the seventh week or something is when she saw the improvement. Seventh week, yeah. And, and you see, now, I've been taking yeah, the wands I've got and letting people use them for a week or two. And one of our patriots has got a Ecuadorian uh, ex-wife with a, a bad hip problem she's gonna to have to have a hip replacement and she's a real sweet gal and uh i let her use it for a week and said well i don't feel anything i said well, why don't you keep it another week and then they brought it back after two weeks and uh, i was something that severe i wonder if if she couldn't have used it for you know a month or more if it might not have helped her that's one of the things i've got is this time yeah. limitation with people you know mm-hmm well, so. I found that a consistent. You, you have to be consistent to use it. What I'm saying is, intermittent doesn't work because I was getting pretty lax and not doing it regularly. Now I noticed since the last couple of weeks, I've been very consistent. Every morning, I try to do a wand session before I start the day, and it's making an entire difference. You don't have to spend that much time doing it, yeah. but you've got to start doing it every day. Right. You don't, you, you just want to make it part of your routine real quick. You know, do the upper half of your body in the morning and the lower part in the afternoon or something. Just make it easy. Now, that's why I've got a wand in the kitchen and I've got a wand in the bathroom. That's why people need more than one wand. Make it, <laughs> make it easy. Hey, uh, Mark in all capitals isn't here, but his, uh, his, uh, experience is pretty interesting. Just right out of the box. He couldn't wait to just, uh, use it on his, uh, uh, Injured knee, I guess it was a sports in- injury, and then he had re-injured it, and and just right away used it on that, you know, without going through any kind of protocols or right. anything, which is yeah. kind of cool, and it helped. So, you know. Well, you got a well, you- 
two ways here. You got a specific approach like Mark's knees or mine or whatever everybody's ailment is. And then you got this general overall approach, which seems to really help everything. So, uh, both of them. Yeah. People are going to use it. However, they so motivated, I guess. Yeah. I didn't have a protocol when I first got mine. I just knew my ankles were fat. So I got it out of the box and started blowing on it. Only about five minutes, and then uh, I had to go do something, and the next morning I woke up, I had ankles again after all the edema, and I didn't have uh, neuropathy, and that was so huge. I mean, if you suffer from neuropathy, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And um, it it was, uh, I had ankles after about, about two years, two years of, of not, I'm getting some feedback here, yeah. not being able to put a shoe on. So... You know, I just aim it and blow. Aim it and blow. That's usually an indication of, uh, can be, of heart problems and things, too. So if it's affecting that, then it's probably affecting, you know, the origin as well. Yeah, circulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many things. uh, They don't want to give their name, but they want their bath water. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah, you can want anything. Just uh, be careful. Man. (laughs) You know, we're worried about how long you keep it on a glass. How long do you keep it on a bathtub full of water? Well, well again, you, you know, you I wouldn't want to wake up or... with, uh, like, Mel Gibson and uh, What Women Want. Remember that? He shocked himself in the bathtub, dropped the hairdryer in there. Right. <laughs> about five minutes. John, you had something to say? John. Well, I just if you look at the Slavola and Recky tests on, on wanding uh, different things, he was wanting a glass and pouring it in the tub. I, it just oh, that's they, right. They were still getting some effect out of it. Well, well, it just shows you how much intention is involved in this, you know? Because you have people come in. That's very and important. Part. What's that? The intentions are very important part. Yes. If you're real skeptical and you think this was, you can go to work. This is silly. You know, it was, well, you got what you wanted. That's that right. That was your intention. That's right. <laughs> he gave it to you. We are powerful creatures. We uh, but I'm very pleased. Well, John's got a sister like that. Nothing's going to ever help her because uh, her intention isn't there, you know. So. Yeah. Could you give the Facebook uh, page name again? Happy, happy thoughts. I want my bath water <laughs> for five minutes. Yeah, that's all. Some, yeah, someone's yes. asking for the I Facebook can't. page. Someone's asking for the name of the Facebook page, John, Kathy. Frequency Wand Testimonial Group. Frequency Wand Testimonial Group. Now, there's going to be other frequency one things out there that other people are. Go ahead, John. Did somebody have a question or something? I hate hate for this to devolve into confusion, and that's kind of what we're getting. Does somebody have a question or comment? Yeah, this is Dave. Um, Didn't Ricky think it wouldn't work, but it worked for him? Yeah, well, he didn't know. Yeah, that's right pulled him out of his uh, depression and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, he didn't even want to use it, but he felt mm-hmm. obligated because they sent him sent it to him and he used it and look what happened to him. 
certainly changed his life. But, it, but if you listen to Rick, if you listen to Ricky talk about it now, he does talk about the intention that you get a better result if you have the intention. Um, Absolutely, this is, the skepticism is, is a real problem, and the only way I found to easily break through that is to take people actually to the Frequency One testimonial group on Zoom. And I start going down the page, picking out things and reading the stuff to them. I don't let them try to read it. I read it to them and show them the pictures. And by the time you get done doing about 15 minutes of that, they're believers. It's, it's the only way we're going to spread this thing very quickly. And well, we that's really something do want to do. too. I did a whole weekend of uh, nothing but uh, watching testimonials. And uh, I was, you know, I was doing my homework. And not one negative thing about it. So I thought, you know, if it does a fraction, a fraction of right. what these people are saying that they've seen, you know, um, count me in, <laughs> sign me up right now, you know, and uh, that's the best uh, decision we've ever made. Hey, John. Hey, John, did you, say, did you say? Hold on, hold on. Hey, who's the lady there? Come on, please. Hey, this is John. Thank you. Uh, did you say that the terahertz frequency can go through the telephone to another location? No. I said they were using scalar technology and they were online. They were using Zoom and they were uh, they were testing uh, John uh, sending waves through the through the Zoom. You can go see it yourself. Go to Scavola's. Uh, John, John Scavola's. That's the name. That's his YouTube site. Got all those videos up there. You can watch all of them. Scalar intention, whatever. Knows no space and time limitations. Right. What is John Scavola's YouTube channel, John? Just for Joan. John Scavola. John Scavola. How's the spell? S-C-A-V-O-L-A. Is that it? No. No, no. S-C-E. S-C-E. V-O-L-A. S-C-E-V-O-L-A, Joan, in the YouTube channel. It'll, the video will be on there, evidently. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You bet. Okay. John? It's just amazing how people, when you take them to the Facebook page and they begin to see all of these changes... One of the things that's so striking are a lot of these women are using it for beauty. Yes. And uh -huh. the changes in their look is, is stunning. You've got a before picture and you've got an after picture. And people just are, are gobsmacked by it. It's just incredible. Hmm. Okay. We got a we got a mission here, you guys, and people need to do. They talk about wealthy uh, beauty and healthy, and what they mean is is that you can get your health problems kind of under control with this thing, and at the same time, because it is a network program, and you're referring and telling other people about it by word of mouth, you're going to get paid some money. Why? What's wrong with that? I, I don't I don't see the problem i see more people being very skeptical and saying well facebook is a bad deal I, my god not this way you don't have to do the networking you don't have to play with social media you just go there that's a free page everybody on there is doing it for free there's nothing being sold on the page that people are just telling you what's happened to them 
when they use this wand. And again, it's their bodies doing it. It's not the wand. The wand is simply helping the body do what it does naturally. Yep, and your tailbone is a stem cell factory. So you want to make sure you uh, hit that spot too. That'll release some stem cells a lot quicker. Um, um, can you, you remember the story of the... I don't know why we're getting this feedback, John. Are you? No, it's people trying to say something. That's all. Okay. So please tell them about the man we were watching last night. Um, he was... Uh, Imam, Muslim Imam, and he went around to all uh, the kings and leaders, and he was very well known uh, in that bunch, very well respected. He's a he he's into a lot of uh, healing stuff, and and his uh, communities pretty much looked up to him. And, and uh, uh, something happened to his leg. leg. Can you tell him that? No, that Murr's trying to come on and say something, and it always causes feedback. What, what Murr? I'm sorry. I just wanted to. Uh, my chickens were loud. What did you say is a stem cell factory? If you could just repeat that. Your tail, tailbone. Oh, okay. Actually, your whole spine. Yeah, the whole spine and your femurs, right? Yes. Yeah, all of your all of your bones actually do that. But also, you got to realize that the body, and they didn't know this for a long time. There's a collagen layer in all of your, around your skin. Right. And there is a reserve in that collagen layer of stem cells. So when you're actually wanding your forearms and your other parts of your body, you're also stimulating the release of stem cells in that area. It's an amazing tool. So it speeds up regeneration. I'll tell you another thing we learned in Cerule, um, which I still take every day, by the way. Mentioned it here a couple of weeks ago. It's a green product from Lake Klamath, Oregon, only place in the world they've ever found it. Um, we learned uh, because that's what the Cerule product does is allow your bone marrow to release the stem cells. As you get older, evidently, the marrow gets where it's not viscous. You know, it gets where it you're still manufacturing them, but it's not releasing them. And supposedly that's what the Cerule yeah, product does. But the point I was right. trying to make it, is... It it's something you may want to think about adding to your daily routine is collagen because of this collagen layer that John's referring to. And evidently, that's the body's reserve. As you release stem cells, the body sends them to wherever. That's a beautiful thing about stem cells is that the body nav- uh, navigates them to where they need to be, Okay. And if there's not a place they need to send them, the body doesn't need to send it, it stores them in this collagen layer. So if if that's you may want – collagen's pretty damned inexpensive. You may want to try and add that to your daily routine as a point. Also, uh, oh, hold on. Bruce, 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 what were you going to say? I was going to say the bottom of your feet and the toes. Yeah. The toes has the eyes area, both side, both feet, uh, and the arch is where your intestines are. 
down there, so it activates that intestines on the bottom of your feet. Every organ, everything is on the bottom of your feet. When you you wand the bottom of your feet, it's activating those areas. Right. Both feet. Right. John? Your meridian, sir. Okay, John, do you want to go ahead and tell him that story of that man? We got cut off. I don't really remember the whole story. I know it's there. So so this guy went to... this guy went to several doctors, and they wanted to cut his leg off because he had an infection in there. And um, so he got a wand, started wanding it. Nothing happened. He kept wanding it. And one day, it just opened up and started gushing out all this fluid. They had uh, all kinds of napkins and stuff soaking up this fluid that was leaking out, kind of like that lady with the uterus that the fluid started coming out of her navel. Uh, this guy's leg opened up, and uh, he just kept wanding it, and it just kept draining, 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 and um, he it healed. They didn't have to take his leg off. They were going to chop his leg off, so that's pretty cool. I thought mm. that was a great story. Yep, sounds like so, it. Uh, well, he he became the uh, worldwide ambassador for Price now because yes, he signed a contract with him. He called the uh, the, the the leader of Price up, and he he told him his story. And he said, you know, he's an ambassador now. Um, so you'll see him in the uh, conventions and stuff. Uh, right. But uh, amazing, amazing, kept his leg. If I now, may, if you want to see these stories, they're in the Telegram channel. I just put the whole video in there. It's 44 minutes long. And he goes through, Nathan goes through a whole slew, including the one where the woman was retaining all of the urea and it came out her uh, belly button. And this other fellow, it's all in there, you guys. You can all go see it. Dave, you wanted to say something? Yeah, somebody hey, wanted to say yeah, I so think way- everybody that has a wand, if you go to a doctor, you need to wand your doctor's brain before you let him diagnose you. Yep, probably a good idea. There you go. <laughs> maybe, maybe you won't have to go to him in the That's first place, Dave. Yeah. Well, yeah, mine's got, uh, he, he got the jab, so... I told him to stay across the room. Don't come near me. He goes, what do you think? My nanoparticles are going to jump out and get you? I said, no, your spike protein. And he just looked at me. Then he was all pissed off. And uh, so I keep him at a distance, you know. (laughs) Talk to me from over there, buddy. But uh, to get to our telegram group, you need to have a a little flag made. You need to have a little flag made, Kathy, that says, don't shed on me. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Get some new T-shirts out, right? Yeah. Get a little, you know, have a coiled up rattlesnake there. Have a yellow background. Say, don't shed on me. There you go. That is awesome. Yeah, that's a good deal. So, so uh, but to get to uh, the Telegram group, you have that link on your website, and your website is what the MatrixDocs dot com. Yep, all the information is the up there at the top docs, right. D-O-C-S. Yep, all the folks can find info and, up there on the top right. Paul bought another domain. Just type in "expose the matrix" and it will bring up that link. Either one of those two. Whichever works. They both work. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
You guys have to go off and see Mr. We Ram. Get going. Yep. Okay. And remember to support Roger to please go to his website and uh, put your information in. They know third parties are going to see it. And that's the way you can uh, give Roger a little support back to his station. Yeah, thank you, guys. going on here. I said I bought mine from Sarge. Roger wasn't selling them yet when yeah, I bought I mine did. back in I September. Did. I, 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 did. I just wanted to point that out. I'm not trying to, well, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay. I didn't give it a second thought, Mer. Okay. So uh, the uh, we got something that can help a lot of people, and just like our political yes. stuff and the other stuff, and if you want to spread it, spread it. Okay, uh, you can help folks, and maybe even help yourself at the same time. So, thank you, John and Kathy. I know you guys got to dart off. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll, well see you soon. John, Paul, give me that guy's wanted, number. Get, if you can find it, get the, if you get a minute, get me that guy's number at mail.com so I can find out what the hell's going on over there. I will. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll put in your telegram. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. thank you. And uh, we'll see you. Okay. Uh, thank you, guys. And cool. have a beautiful week. All right. Stay we, wanted. Stay positive. Yep, stay wanded. Be happy. Yep. yep. <laughs> stay wanded. Don't shed on me. <laughs> there you go. Don't shed on me. Yeah, we're going to... Shed on me, buddy. See yeah. how we're going. Well, thank you guys for spending time with us this morning, bringing us that good information, okay? Well, it's great okay, to be here. You. Thanks for having us. All right. All right. Take S- care, Al. See you soon. Ciao. Okay, anybody got any comments ciao, on ciao. all that? Ciao, ciao. Anybody got any comments or anything on all that? No. Okay. A couple of things here as we transition. Uh, I don't know if anybody watched Barnes last night, Barnes and Fry. Uh, Their shows on Sunday are, hell, had 25,000 live viewers. Um the uh, for the folks that live in the Atlanta area or in the southeast, uh, Barnes announced last night that they just had this recent thing. The first one was in Vegas earlier this month on the twelfth, I think, where uh, there's a charge, but you can get in and have a private session and uh, a bunch of like-minded people together. And they Barnes mentioned that he was going to start doing that all over the country. Okay, well, they announced the second one last night, and it sounds pretty exciting, actually. Um, It's going to be in Chattanooga, Uh, so anyone around that area of the country that might want to participate, they're going to have, they're renting a uh, riverboat, you know, the Tennessee River runs right there through Chattanooga, and they're going to rent a uh, riverboat and do a river cruise for the next Barnes thing. Uh, the, it is, it, you have to buy tickets. I'm not sure what they cost, but if anybody's interested in that and our listeners in that area of the country, you can go to vivabarneslaw.locals.com and purchase tickets. And he just announced it last night and they probably won't last very long. So if you're interested in that, I, I did want to promote it because I hold Barnes in such high esteem.
team, and some of our people may want to participate in that. So if you do, vivabarnslaw.locals.com, and you can go sail the Tennessee River with Barnes and a, probably a whole bunch of like-minded people that you'll enjoy meeting and talking with. So, Question. What's the subject matter, Roger? I, there is no subject matter, to my knowledge, Bruce. I mean, it's just these oh, get-togethers. What's the event? Well, I, I thought oh, just, I, uh, I thought I just went over. Like-minded people get together. Yeah, all Barnes people. Oh, okay. 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 Well, centered on law stuff, right? Do uh, do what now, Mer? It's centered on law stuff. Well, probably. Right? I mean, that's his whole damn deal, as I imagine it is. But they're going to do a podcast, a live podcast on the cruise, and I'm not sure what else. There's probably information over there. You can go check it out if it you know interests you. I was just making an announcement because I thought it was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I was, I was just, he has the subject, and I, I just thought I'd throw that in. Question? Yes. Uh, what time was that show on last night when you heard about that? Well, it was it's on Barnes, uh, their Sunday night uh, show with him and Fry. It's over on Rumble. Uh, what time was that? Well, I don't know. I don't watch it live. I always watch it taped. Oh, okay. All right. Well, because I was thinking, um, I was thinking if you were exposed to that last night when you otherwise would be tied up with a Republic broadcast, that that's a benefit. Well, no, it's just, I, 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 you can watch it today, tomorrow, next week, six months from now, but that was just on last night. I wanted to mention it. Um, what else? There was something. There was a, there was a number of things came out of that. Um, he was apoplectic, or you know, in a positive sense, on the Kerry Wake Lake win in Arizona last week. It didn't get very much press. I don't know how many of y'all saw it. Anything about it? I heard a couple people mention it. Somebody at our lunch on Tuesday, I think, said that it had been announced the first place i heard about it um but they, she took several uh in this fiasco in arizona carrie lake took several uh you know cases uh and they ruled against her at the district court the lower level superior court of arizona they ruled against her at the appellate level and then she appealed to the supreme court of arizona and a lot even of her peripheral supporters were negative about it but what happened there is they upheld the appeal on the fraud on the fraudulent signatures and barnes was saying last night it's the first case that's come down in over 10 years that was positive on the voter stuff okay and this has to do with absentee ballots and the mail-in thing of course which has been such a big fiasco a, a landfall for them but the i don't know how many of you have ever voted absentee but they when you sign up for it because I, I did in Florida for a while years ago and they send you the ballot and then they send you another envelope that once you fill out the ballot you put in the inner envelope and on the back of that it's got some questions I nobody helped me fill this out etc and you sign it and then you put it in another envelope to send it in and it's that inner envelope where the signature matching 
takes place. And what came up in the appeal with Carrie Lake is that she had some people from inside the canvassing area call her and tell her they weren't even doing signature checks. And that's the element. She took took the appeal up on, I don't know, five or six different points, and they dissed the other ones. But that one right there, they remanded back down to the appellate level court. So there, there may be some relief in that. It's a pretty significant win and situation as it pertains to the main way these people have uh, stuffed the elections the last couple of times. So I thought that was uh, worth talking about, too. But uh, I encourage you all, if you get, you, know, you get into this stuff, you want freedom, you've never been exposed to law before, and you get in here and start finding out, that, damn, this is not only important, it's quite interesting. And, uh, and I promise you, the, the knowledge, the time and effort you'll spend in learning some of this legal stuff will pay off for you in your regular day-to-day life. Okay, It's incredible how empowering that information is. So I encourage anyone that is moving over into that area that that's a particularly good program to watch because there's nobody else that covers the legal landscape like these two lawyers in that two-hour show. So uh, you might want to put that on your weekly calendar or go back and check the uploads on it. But uh, the home base for them is Rumble. And you can go over there. It's on Viva Barnes Law or Viva Fry. They've got two channels over there because they do things separately. But that thing together on Sunday nights a very good law program. Uh, so I'd encourage you all to look at that if you don't know about it. Uh, the... Um, Video I was watching as we went on the air today is kind of startling. As Mike Adams' new uh, offering this morning, and he's changed his little logo. I noticed he's got BBN now, Brighton Broadcast Network, over on the side. It used to be Situation Update or something, so he's changed that. And uh, he's talking on this one this morning, and it's a, a fairly long. Uh, uh, offering from him this morning and i got about 30 minutes through it or something um he had some reports from pilots and i can't remember all these drugs names but that they're sending in very large amounts pallets upon pallets upon pallets on in big air airliners airplanes to uh a central spot in europe he wouldn't name the cities because he didn't want to expose his source a big city in europe they've flown it to australia they've flown it to i believe new york and dallas or someplace in texas but they're already starting to load up with this whatever this uh, uh, drug is uh, that is supposedly causes side effects like of the apocalypse zombie stuff. So I, I a lot of information this morning. I was getting ready to do the show. I'm aggravated with the damn mail email thing and all that. So I wasn't paying close attention. But you may want to go back and check out this Mike Adams show today too. Okay, because that evidently is what they're going to run at us next. Is this bird flu? They've aerosolized it. They've mixed it in with SARS, something else, and the bird flu. So if the wand will help with that, folks, we really got a commodity because evidently that's what's coming. Okay, 
So do your own research. Go listen to the stuff yourself. But that's what I've been able to get out of it a little bit this morning. Now, where else can we go this morning? Anybody with a question or comments or we got any new students this morning by any chance? Hey, Roger. Hey, Gary. Uh, One... Since your mail's down, which I sent you a reminder, but don't forget about tonight, please. Oh, it's tonight. Okay. I thought it was next Monday. Well, uh, it's tonight. Okay. Well, I'll be here. And, uh, you know, oh, great. Thank you. And the other thing is, is that, uh, if you didn't see it or notice it this week, uh, Mexico has applied for membership to the BRICS. Yeah, I did hear that. So this is another. Another man. nail in the coffin for the dollar. Man, and the New Mexican president got up at some forum last week and just rode the U.S. downhill. Biden, the whole thing. So I didn't get much of it, but I did get a snippet of it. It was all in Spanish, and they were just showing the video. They didn't read it. So, uh, But uh, a lot of friction in the world, folks. Wahib, were you trying to say something a second hey, ago? I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I didn't know that you knew. I didn't know about Ken and John. I had, until I listened to the Saturday show that you were connected to them. To who? Ken and John. Ken, what? Ken and Bob or Ken and John? I don't know who the hell. What the hell you're talking I, I had about? Wahib, I don't know what you're talking about. That was the Saturday show. Okay, I did a Saturday show. Two radio hosts, the two radio hosts, Ken and John. I I don't know who the hell you're talking about. What radio show, Wahid? The one that Roger gives on Saturday, Ken and Ken and Bob show. I what? About Ken and Bob. I I never talked about Ken and Bob. I don't know who the hell you're talking about, Wahib. Never hey, Wahib, 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 please go to Walmart. You can buy an excellent Motorola phone for thirty nine dollars. Would you please, so we can at least understand what you're saying? You're very nobody you're, can understand. Thank it's you. Very difficult. That's right, Wahib. I mean, it's just very difficult. You got a crappy phone, man. Or else you're not talking right in the microphone or something. He so, needs earbuds with the mic on. That's what I got. Well, he needs something. But regardless, I don't know. Does anybody that listened to the Saturday show know what Wahib's talking about? Uh, no, it's it's completely a mystery to me. Wahid, next time you ask a question or make a comment or want clarification on something, please be sure that you're referring to the same dimension. I never know what Wahid is talking about. Sorry, Wahid, we don't know what you're talking about, my son. Well, you got any other uh, uh, mental stimulation where you pinpoint it? Wahid, uh, Roger is on the uh, on something on Sunday on the Patriot Soapbox of PSV News with Thumper. That's close as I can come Saturday. It might have been, been an old program, maybe. Okay. No, it was just, it was a live program Saturday. 
Well, I mean, what he was listening to must have been a re- uh, archive Could have somewhere. Been. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, why you. That's why I was asking you what show you're talking about. It doesn't What's trigger the the, those names in another show with two hosts. Doesn't trigger anything with me. Okay. But thinking of of that yesterday on the pub on the Patriot Soapbox uh, deal with Thumper, pretty good show yesterday. Ended up staying an hour longer, and. Uh, he played in that extra hour a video. Did any of y'all see that yesterday? It was a good discussion, a lot of financial in-depth stuff there yesterday. So I don't know if anybody watched or not. But uh, regardless, he played a 10-minute video, some Brit guy giving an overview of the Federal Reserve. And um, he was just concentrating on the currency, never mentioned the bond market one time. But in that, he said something real interesting that I'd never considered before, which was, uh, and I knew, I kind of knew this element of it, but I'd never put it into a big picture. <coughs> and that's the fact that in 29, <coughs> what caused the Great Depression, and they've come out and said it, was that they took a third of the circulating currency out of circulation. So it was a depressionary depression in the fact that there wasn't enough currency as opposed to hyperinflation where there is too much currency, okay? But as he was saying it, some of these things I've been coming to understand came to me. And uh, one of the ways that the Federal Reserve alters the amount of currency in circulation is with bonds. So if they want to put currency into circulation, they sell, they buy more bonds with Federal Reserve notes, therefore taking the bonds out of circulation or giving it to them, but putting more circulating Federal Reserve notes in the, in the system. But the opposite is evidently what they did here. They took the circulating medium down by a third, which means that they took bonds and sold them into the market and took the currency out of circulation. Okay? Now, if it was 29 to 33, that was still the United States of America bonds because they hadn't switched the system yet until 33. So, if and I'm sure they did, those bonds from the original United States of America had a gold contract settlement clause in them. That's how they set up the collapse of the bond market to take the gold and switch the systems in 33. It makes perfect sense. I I haven't done any research or anything on it. They've just been thinking it through from that comment yesterday. But it seems like that was the progression of events because the 33 thing was partially, if not more, a bond market collapse. And that could have been. Roger. They sold the bonds, took the currency out of circulation, no matter, no telling what they did behind the scenes with the bonds, but that's probably the way they used to set up the bankruptcy. Yes, Gary? Well, that corresponds with what McFadden tried to tell us in his speeches on the Congressional House, is the fact that they, he had foreign 
I forget how he termed it, but there was foreign investors sitting outside of the treasury waiting to collect. Well, there's 21 21 French limousines after the British had gotten finished raping it. I remember that that specific comment. And they would have been bondholders. They wouldn't have been mortgage holders and car loan holders and no, stuff of course like not. that. They would no. have been bondholders. Well, that's where you're going to bankrupt the country because that's the only place you can bankrupt the country is when you don't honor the payment on the bonds. That's a bankruptcy. Hey, Roger. Yes. Something in the Cliff High video he gets into that we didn't have back then is these crazy derivatives. Oh, derivatives. Yeah, that's the way they've propped up the system for the last 10 years, 15 years, something like that. They started coming around earlier this uh, century. And Lisa, do you know who came up with the idea of derivatives? I do not. Larry Fink, who is now the CEO of BlackRock. Oh, that's just shocking, Roger. The, what, what a think. What a think he is. Um, the easiest way that I've come personally to understand derivatives is uh, your school play yard. And basically, a derivative is a contract that derives, this is where they get the name, it derives its value from another source such as you can do anything with derivatives we could cook up a derivative that the sun's not going to come up tomorrow and sell that okay and so they evidently use these to prop up the system because there's a ton of value in derivatives out there right now and the easiest way that i've come to understand it is a seesaw and if the seesaw is got one end down at the ground, as in attached to your financial institution, and the other end is up in the air, and it's got a bucket on on it, hanging on it, as this thing triggers, that seesaw will switch, and all of the funds from your bank account will go down into the bucket, and they're going to walk away because the way they've got these derivatives structured is they're first in line at the financial institutions in case something happens. So they're going to trigger the seesaw. The financial, uh, the funds are going to drain out of the financial institution into the bucket now on the ground, and you get awarded a share of equity, in other words, a stock share or more, depending on how much funds you had in there, in a bankrupt financial institution. And that appears to be the method of the derivatives and what they're trying to accomplish. Because as they started coming on the scene, all of a sudden they they went in and attached them as the first creditor to be satisfied in the event of a financial catastrophe. That's the way I understand it. It may not be totally correct, but that's my personal understanding and the best I can explain it at this point. It originates with a calculus term. Do you want to hold on? I, I just said it's a, it's originated from a calculus term. Could be. Yeah. 
Could be. But the basis of it is as a value derived off something else. And uh, as these things start crashing, the problem is counterparty risk. Who's got the counterparty risk on the crash derivatives? And uh, <clears throat> evidently, that's how they've hooked it into the financial systems. No, no. I mean, I think I told you guys I got a, uh, an old friend whose brother was the head in the U.S. of a company called Swiss Ray. Uh, Swiss Ray is what they call a reinsurance company. I didn't even know these things existed, okay? But they're the companies that are huge that insure the insurers, okay? So he, he was the last guy. Any check that went out in North America, he was the last guy to sign before the check was sent out. And they sent him somewhere, flew him somewhere, I think to Europe maybe. Uh, they'd fly on private, private these private jets, you know, not commercial. Uh, and uh, he flew him, and he sat in a course for a week, for five days. And he told his brother, my friend, he said, hell, I didn't understand a damn thing they told me after five days of that stuff. It's extremely complex, okay? But Roger, if I may. Yes, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Hey, good morning. Um, I just wanted to uh, put something else in there about the um, derivative market um, because I have a really um, a pretty good acquaintance that's up in Indiana. She is one darn good researcher, and one day she was researching. And she has two grandchildren. Uh, they're twins. One one a boy, one a girl, and she was doing some background on them. Um, I, I don't remember what her motive was behind it, but she found over 30 identities on these two children. They're under seven. Okay. And everything that I understand through her is they take the main security, the, the certificate of live birth, whatever you want to call that, and then they get assigned QCIP numbers and then they go on the bond market. So right. they're all AKAs out there. So a seven-year-old twins could have almost 30 identities it, it's about the derivatives well but i just had to share that because well, there's the leaven of the pharisees right there taking twins and making them into 30 <laughs> there you go okay uh yeah don't I, i've never really taken a lot of time and looked into the background on this and what they've done with the social security number i don't care okay all i want is out of their damn system all right I want to be free, and I don't want their damn grizzly mitts on me in any way, shape, or form. Okay, but if people want to go do that research and whatever, I don't think you're ever going to find a remedy for it. Roger. Yes, Wahib. It's me, Wahib. I hope I sound a little bit clearer. I've gotten to an empty room. Yes, much but, better. Uh, Thank you. What, was it, what is your take on Lyndon LaRouche? Whatever happened to him? He died. Now, there's a guy that carries on. His organization still lives. The guy that runs it lives over in Germany. Uh, his name is Harvey Schlanger, or Harley, Harley, Harley Schlanger. Very smart, very articulate, very up on uh, geopolitical stuff. Uh, Sean over at SGT Reports uh, interviews him quite often. Um, and uh, LaRouche was pretty well right on i guess i mean he must have been doing something right they sent him to jail 
Okay. Does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, that was during the break. Yeah, yeah, that was during the Bush administration. He went to jail. Well, now you're all funky on your phone again. Wahib, I don't think you're talking right in the phone. I think you're turning your head or something. Talk right in the phone. Wahib. Uh, where else can we go? This He's morning? got it on speaker. He's got it on speaker. Okay, where else can we go this morning? Hey, Roger. Yes. Hello. Good morning, all. Yes. Kevin uh, from Michigan here. All right. Oh, uh, let's first. All right. Who, who's the female? This is Josie. I called in, I don't even know, maybe it's been like two weeks now. Okay. From Florida. All right. Hi, Josie. Yeah, I remember so, vaguely. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. It's a little bit of a funky morning, but it's Monday. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. Um, so I have a handful of questions. Okay. Only a handful? Um, oh, for now. <laughs> I could probably get more, but... <laughs> um, so my first one is, so we're getting ready to send out um, our affidavit, and I, I saw the affidavit of citizenship evidence uh, document on the matrixdocs.com website. Do I need to tweak that? Like, this is going to be for my husband, myself, um, our, our baby, and also other family members. Um, like I mentioned last time, we're all sending in, you know, hopefully soon, our affidavit. So do we need to tweak it or personalize that in any way other than our name? No. Or we can just use that wording exactly as it is? You can use it exactly as it is. That's why it's up there as a sample. If you are are skilled in this and you've done some research and you've got some other things you want to add in there, I'm not going to tell you not to, but I am going to tell you this. Anytime you're putting in something like an affidavit and the more things you put on there, the more things somebody's potentially got to come back and confront you on. Roger, I can share that. Pardon? Yeah, I can. I was going to say, tell Josie if, if she wants to. Um, I sent her a message on Telegram. I was going to share the children affidavit so she can, uh, you know, edit and um, update it for herself. And then I was going to try to guide her on what I did, you know, for my child. So. If she wants to contact me, she can. Okay. And um, I know Bob was trying to get a, in contact with her, too. Well, I think I hooked them up an email, I believe, with you and Bob. Um, oh, okay, good. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. If, I, if she I wants wrote, to connect, I, she I, can. Who? This is Marka Josie. Okay, okay, awesome. Yes, I found the files because I was trying to, you know, look through Telegram and you know, get as much information. I saw in the file there's one for children, so that was going to be another question I had, which is, would that be a good one to use, basically, for for children, for babies, and stuff like that? Right. Well, that's why it's in there. Okay. Okay, awesome. Um, Thank you for that. Um, My other question is, then, are we supposed to write our names with any sort of special characters, anything, you know, like, anything like that, or do we just write our names? For example, for those of us that have passports right now, do we just use our name exactly that comes out on our passport for our affidavit? So if we have our first, middle, last. That's what I do. And, and, and you may want to, since you've already got an existing passport, you do. 
You may yes. want to, underneath your signature, put your existing passport number so there's no confusion on their end on falsely, uh, you know, assigning it to somebody else. So that's a suggestion. Okay. Okay, because then afterwards, once we do this, then we're going to apply for the basic passports under national status. But for right now, using what we have, it would be best to put our passport numbers couldn't hurt. Well, it couldn't hurt. It just for, for further identifies okay. who's going to be free. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then for the for um, what was my other question? But yeah. So and then we don't have to write them any sort of special characters, colon, semicolon, capitals, lowercase. No, no, no. and wherever wherever you got that information from, try and flush it out of your brain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I figured because when I was looking through the website and, you know, and hearing and, you know, different shows and stuff from you guys, I um I haven't heard any of that being relevant. So I just wanted to double check. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> um, and then same thing as far as uh, addressing, right? Like on the outside of the envelope, we're going to address it to the Secretary of State. On the lower left-hand side of the envelope, on the outside, we would put Attention Administrative Records Department? Well, you know, that's what I suggested because I figured they had an Administrative Records Department. We've gotten information back that they don't have an Administrative Records Department or it's not on their schematic or something. (laughs) But uh, why don't you just send it to Mr. Blinken, period. Okay. Okay. Um. And I think, and then you'll probably get a little bit more of a complex. Then you, then you'll probably get a reply from Mrs. Kelly Robinson. Go ahead. Sorry, Um, my other question is okay. So I'm Floridian. That's that's home. That's you know, but right now we're in Michigan. For example, my we're here for a little while. I don't know how long my husband's job. Um, If I were to get my affidavit notarized while I'm in Michigan, does that? All a notary is supposed to do is to have an ID that you give them and to make sure they watch you make the signature on the affidavit. That's a notary's function. It doesn't matter where the hell they are. You don't even have to have one. You can do the same thing with two witnesses. Okay, and as far as witnesses go, could one of them be my husband or no? Um, Yeah, well, all they're doing, all they're doing is witnessing you signing the document. This is true. Okay, okay. So it could either be two witnesses or a notary, and it doesn't matter where we are. And you don't even have to do it. Um, uh, You don't even have to do an affidavit. You could just send in because I did this recently, just within the last two months. Because of my situation here, to get something notarized, I've got to go hire a damn attorney, okay? And then do apostilles and what is it in Spanish and all that crap. So I just then changed the word affidavit and put in the word declaration, declaration of citizenship evidence, and signed it and dated it. That works too. Okay. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I think that covers my questions for now. I just got to get busy and get everything actually written out and good to go. Okay, good, Josie. Well, making progress. 
Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, who was Roger, it? I have one comment okay. on the name. Okay. Okay, you know I praise your affidavit. I did your affidavit. And I did throw some other things into the pot. Still kept it one page. And I agree with you, the simpler the better. Okay? Um, but I was privy again to their code 22 USC 2721 where it talks about a belief. Okay? And if you have a particular belief and you're signing under penalty of perjury, um, and it's that important to you, and the specific thing that I wanted to mention was, again, we know the internal code for the Department of State is a 08. It's a, an assumed uh, legal name person. Okay, so I addressed it, addressed it the way I needed to. Okay, very short, very brief, but just so it's, it's, it's in the file. You know, I'm not the legal section. So that was just me. I don't know if that means anything to you or others that are on the call, but to me that was significant because I get hung up on a lot of legalistic stuff. So anyhow, I yield. Okay, Josie, the only thing that you need to put in there, you could go back to the very simple one sentence that they use on their own website, on their own document. I, Josie from Florida, do solemnly swear my intent to be a national and not a citizen of the United States. You you could make it that simple and it'd still work. What you've got to do okay. is make a statement as what you want to be to overcome the presumption of what they have you as and what they want you to be. Okay? Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Okay. People, hey, Roger. Yes, there's somebody. Yes. Yep, uh, Devin from Michigan. Hey, Devin. So something something clicked the other day, and I wanted to run it by you. Um, so I've been really racking my head um, to fully understand the whole uh, residency and uh, how, and most importantly, what really clicked was how diplomacy laws kind of play into it. I just want to kind of speak something to you, and you tell me if it's accurate or not. So constitutionally, the federal government and the District of Columbia really only have jurisdiction over a 10-square-mile area. Correct. Well, how do they extend their jurisdiction? Well, they utilize the term resident, which when used legally always implies that there's a third party. You know, it's not just the person and, you know, in, in a geographical area, there's always some third party that they're paying homage to in some way. So as a U.S. citizen, you are, um, essentially, uh, you, you are, for all intents and purposes, in, with, you know, within the jurisdiction of that you 10 miles square are, area, legally. but you are a resident and residing um, in another state. That's is that what, correct? That's what puts you in the 10 mile area, is you saying you're a resident. The resident term, if you want to yes. simplify it, instead of geography and these things you're mentioning, which you're getting the, the equivocation mixed mm -hmm. up there, the residency is mm -hmm. which laws, which set of laws do you live under? Does that help? Mm -hmm. And so, like, so, like, let's say uh, a Chinese national comes over to the United States, right? Um, and they're they're under diplomacy laws. They may be residing in the United States, but they're under the jurisdiction Not of unless, China. No, they they wouldn't be residing in the United States unless they got a green card and they were a legal resident. 
touche. Okay. And it, what, re- what I thought was really interesting is how the, how this gets flipped when you become a national. Because, uh, and it would also explain why some people get stamped in their passports, you know, traveling diplomat or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that they stamp that in your passport. They have for inside the state department, inside the state department. I know this because one of the guys down here is a retired state department guy and he was telling us a story one day. He had to make a trip to Mexico and he forgot if you're going to be a diplomat and you're making a, a foreign trip on official business, you notify them of the trip. They would know about it. And when you travel, they travel on a special passport. It's a black passport cover. Okay. Okay. But they're official U.S. State Department employees. And the reason the guy was telling us his story is he left his black passport at home and forgot it and was traveling on his regular one. Okay, and I don't remember the story. I just remember that he said they've got special passports on diplomatic business that they use when they're doing that business. All right, so just to kind of wrap this up in a neat little bow, just you know, to kind of make sure this is right in my head. So they're, of course, using the term residency in order to imply jurisdiction is really what Correct. it boils down no, that's to, exactly, right? That's exactly what it is. And if you go to Webster's Collegiate Dictionary, it'll tell you right there. The, the first definition mm-hmm. is the act or fact of living or dwelling in a place for some time. The second definition is mm-hmm. the act or fact of living or dwelling in a place for some time for the receipt of a benefit or the discharge of a duty. There's the legal definition. And that implies a third party, not just between the person and the land. It's where you receive your benefits and discharge your duties. Devin, are you overthinking yeah. this? Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Um, I did want to uh, read one thing to you real quick, something that I think you'll really get a kick out of. I went ahead and picked up uh, United Slaves of America, yeah. and I saw this. One person who has done a yeoman's job at going to court to stop them, the IRS, is Roger Sales of Atlanta, Georgia. It's in there? For some material, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, whom, who's this Roger guy? I may have to look into it. That's it. You know, that, this hold John it, and Glenn guy speaking, that, that's, speaking awfully highly of him. Yeah, page, page 182. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't even think I'd gone to court with the IRS when that book was written, so that's new to me. Well, it's, yeah, it's in there. I, I figured that would uh, brighten up your day. Well, there you go. <laughs> you, know, you, you got some praise in the... Uh, well, that's praise from those two guys is uh, you know very welcome. Um, come back if you've got when you've read some of that and give us a book report on it, would you? Oh, it's already pretty fantastic. It's uh, buttoning up a lot for me. Okay, good deal. Good deal. My, my only complaint is that there's no index in it. Right. <laughs> I had to write my own index. Right. Right. Well, this was a pretty fledgling operation back when that book was written. Um, Mm -hmm. So, 
anyway, I'm just glad we found it. Step down. Let anyone else uh, do any last minute questions. Okay. Anybody else got any last minute questions or comments? I I think those are the two names I was thinking of, John and Glenn. Okay. Well, those are my teachers, Wahib. I mention them all the time, so try not to get them confused. All right. Uh, I kept calling calling Ken and Bob. I meant to say John and Glenn. Okay. All right. It was a female. Hey, Roger. Yes. Yes. Hey, uh, listen. What happened to the what, what happened to the archives? They're not. They're no longer there. I usually go back and uh, listen to certain shows. Well, I uploaded. And then I went back, it looks like it's been scrubbed. Well, they were there Saturday when I uploaded a show. I guess I'll figure out if they're there right now in a minute. Uh, to my knowledge, my they're knowledge. still they're there. there. Okay. They are there. Okay. Thank you. You're looking, you're typing something in wrong. Single day. Do what? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll check into it again. God, is this a friggin' Monday or what? Okay. As far as I know, they're still there, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. I guess we're at the end of the show today. I almost have to be grateful, quite frankly. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to go and see if the archives are still there. And if they're still there, I'm going to upload today's show in a minute, okay? Hey, Roger. Yes. All right. I sent you a link, um, emailed you. Uh, uh, it, it, I, it's it's labeled um, Behind the Initials, and it's by Dr. James Lindsay, uh, 